to the club because you're that kind of nerd. Hello and welcome to the club that is that kind of nerd, a show where we talk about the nerdy things that we're passionate about. Normally, uh, we then judge each other on what we bring to the table, but this week it is just Brian Thornton and I. It is indeed Thornton Mellon uh, taking it back today. So hello, Brian. Hi, I'm back. Hello. Unfortunately, Josh is a little bit under the weather and doesn't really have a voice. So unless you all want to listen to this from Josh, uh, I think he's going to take a week off. And, and I, don't, I don't even know if you'd hear that. I think you'd hey, hear, you hear something. I was like, uh. anyway. So we're not okay. going to subject you to that. But the good news is, Brian, we've got a lot of nerdy news that we can talk about. A lot of trailers dropped. Uh, but if I can, sir, I just want to dive into this. I, I want to get mm. some follow up uh, about a program that Josh and I talked about the last time we recorded. Uh, and you actually went through with it. That is the Best Buy Upgrade Plus program. Yeah, so I was listening to my podcasts, mm-hmm. and I, I and, and two fine gentlemen told me about this Upgrade Plus thing going on at Best Buy. And uh, for those of you who, who don't know, um, my, uh, I went to record one day. It was funny. It was like either the day of or the day before we were supposed to record. Uh, and my, my Mac did not want to cooperate did not want to turn on. I I summoned the tribunal. I got you and I got Josh on the phone. I'm like, I, I, I'm pretty good with Max and I have no idea what's happening with this. And neither of you could figure out what was going on with it. Even tried a colon F6 didn't work. Yeah. Um, you know, tried all the little tricks in, of the trade. And we were like, OK, well, um, I said, well, I mean, my last my last course of uh, trying to fix this is go to the Apple store. You know, they're they're the genius bar. They, they have everything right. I take it to the Apple store. I don't know if I told you this. I take it to the Apple store. I boot it up and I show what's going on. And the guy goes, huh, well, that's something now, isn't it? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it is. You don't want your How doctor, are you going to fix it, buddy? He's like, I don't know what's wrong with it. Yeah, you don't want your doctor, your mechanic, or your IT staff to be ever saying phrases like that. Yeah. He's like, I have no idea what's wrong with it. And he's like, the Apple logo is so small. Why is it so small? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you're the expert, I brought dude. it to you. I have the same questions, sir. Right. Like, so they tried some stuff. They tried all the same stuff that we tried, pretty much. Couldn't get it to work. They were telling me if if there's any hope at, of, of fixing this at all, it's going to have to be shipped down. Like, that's not even a guarantee. Right. So I'm like, well, this is great for uh, the father of a young child to uh, think about because I don't have an extra $3,000 to buy a new MacBook, MacBook yep. you know? And then I listened to to the podcast that I missed out on where you guys talked about Upgrade Plus. And I was like, huh, I should I should do that. That sounds like a much better alternative than dropping several thousand dollars on a MacBook solution. Yep. So, CJ, you were on the phone with me for most of this. So <laughs> I, I will I will fill in the blanks for you. But I was very intent on I don't know anything about this program. Right. Outside of what I heard on the podcast. So I'm going to have you in my ear. Very yep. Mission Impossible-esque. Um, Telling me what I'm supposed to be looking for. <laughs> I uh, felt like I was. I felt like this was a show where you send like a, an undercover, like a uh, secret shopper, right, 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 and be like, "This is what you should say," and this is. What I you wouldn't should be ask surprised for. if they thought I was honestly right. the way that you were talking about it, the yes. way I was talking to them, um, because you know of my background in retail, because I'm a tech guy, I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I mean, right? full disclosure, we both used to work at Best we Buy, both used so to like work for Best Buy, so like blue shirts and I knew I know the score, right. Um, from what I, the, the very cursory research I did, and even the research you did, mm-hmm. which was more in depth to talk about on the show, we were both under the assumption that I could walk in, say, hey, I want this 
under the upgrade plus. Give me, give me computer, please. Yep. So I walk in and I, I it's, uh, it's the Saturday before Thanksgiving. So it, it's already mayhem in there, right? Like they're prepping for Black Friday. There's people who are not wearing uniforms, just moving boxes around and stuff like that. And I, I, we, again, we know the score. We used to work for it for them. Yep. Uh, way back when. <clears throat> and, um, so I'm being very patient, but I'm just kind of chilling out. I'm looking and, you know, deciding what model, because there are several models that are available for this program there. And, and I'm in the Apple section, standing right next to a giant sign that says upgrade plus. I'm like, great. I'm in the right place. Right. Um, and I finally flagged someone down. And, and so the plan I decided to go with was, for those of you who don't know, I was sharing my laptop with my wife. So I said, you know what? I'm going to buy a, a cheap Mac mini. I've got monitors already set up at home. I've got pretty much all the peripherals that would make that purchase more expensive. I can get a pretty decent Mac mini for myself and I can do the upgrade plus for my wife and she can have a computer all of her own. So I flag down a blue shirt. I say, listen, I want this Mac mini. I want this MacBook. I want to do uh, the upgrade plus. And he goes, okay, like, great. This way comes back. He's got both of them in them with him. I'm like, yes. My wife thinks this is going to take all day. It's not going to take all day. I'm going to be in and out because I'm smart. I did my research. I know what I'm looking for. Exactly. And your podcast even covered the very topic. Right, exactly. Yep. And so, you know, I'm like, I mean, this is going to be in and out. I'm, I'm, I'm golden. And he starts kind of ringing stuff out and he's like, can I get your ID and everything? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Cause, you know, as we, you both discussed, there is, you know, it goes through a bank. It's, it's essentially a loan, right? Uh, so there is a credit check that everything undergoes, right? And let, let, let me fill in at this point too, right? Yes. We're see. talking about this and I said, Hey, like, just first off, do you see anything that talks about this program? And he's like, yeah. Oh my God, dude, signs John everywhere, signs sign. everywhere in this place. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. And, 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 uh, again, you're in the thick of it. You're, you're in the moment. I'm at my house all, all nice and toasty, right? I don't have a kid waiting for me in the car. Correct. My, my wife and my infant child are sitting in the car. And I'm like, don't worry, babe. I'm just going to be in and out. It's going to be easy. I'm going to be in and out. And I'm in your ear going, hey, just make sure that they do the upgrade plus, not the credit card. Right. We remember how, how the Best Buy guys are. Just make sure not to do the credit card. Right. So he, he starts taking my information, right? And he goes, so, uh, you know, so we're doing the credit card. I said, no, we're not. I said, stop. Stop everything. I want to do the upgrade plus. He's like, you know, I said, you know, the program where you pay X amount a month and you can, uh, you know, pay off the Mac or upgrade at the end. And he's like, yeah, the credit card. I'm like, no, <laughs> not the credit card. Right. Not this. This is a different thing through Citizens Bank. You're going through Citibank, right? This is a different thing. I want to do this. So he calls over his buddy who's right next to him. And the guy next to him. I'm showing him screenshots from the website that you so so kindly provided. As soon as you heard the guy on the other side of the phone going, uh, yeah, no, I, I, what, what are you talking about? You were like, here, I got man you. Man on the you. chair, man on the you chair, were, you're the dude immediately the chair, You're sending yep. all these screenshots to me, and I show him the screenshots, and the guy's like, yeah, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> Classic Best Buy. I go, dude, there is a sign literally 10 feet away from me advertising this. You're telling me you don't know what it is. He's like, yeah, I don't know what it is. I go get a manager. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay, you go ahead. You go do that. I'll go figure out your job for you. Um, so, you know, you and I are talking on the phone. For the entirety of this time while he's searching for a manager. Um, and we're doing our research and we, we, we go to like the FAQ page and everything. Um, and so this is where I want to, you know, say anybody who is interested in this program, first and foremost, what was said on the last episode, absolutely true. It is a really great deal and a really great program. Mm -hmm. um, 
So we had to dig, but we found out you cannot just walk into the store and say, hey, I want to do this Upgrade Plus thing. You have to actually order the laptop that you're looking for, the MacBook that you're looking for online, on Best Buy's app, on bestbuy.com. When you choose that, it'll say one of the options when before you add it to cart is Upgrade Plus. And you choose that and you put in your information and they do a credit check, boom, right then and there. They tell you, hey, great news, you're approved or you're not approved. Now, we figured all of this out and the entire time it takes this guy to come back with a manager and the manager who has a printout saying, oh yeah, here's what it is and tells me, hey, you." I'm like, don't bother, dude. <laughs> I already know. I, I already ordered it. I, I'm working on it right now. Um, I'm ordering it for store pickup. And they're like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Great. So he walks away. So mind you, um, the man had the laptop in his hands. In his hands. Had it in his hands. Right. Because he didn't know what we were talking about. And, and listen, listen, listen. This is not this kid's fault. This kid is what? You know, oh, he's college no. age, high yeah, school yeah. age. He just working works there. for, you know, minimum wage, maybe. Uh, he just works there. I, I blame I blame whatever education system is in process for them because honestly, like you can't have signage and then not know what it is. Like what if I was like, hey, what's this thing? Right. Like they were like, I, I don't know. Got the but credit card. Out you got the there credit card. It. Three years later, you got to turn right. in the MacBook. They're like, you can't fucking turn this. Yeah, in. and that's not what you want to do, right? right. So like, there, there, there's a much bigger issue at play here. So the 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 sales manager, whoever he was, he, he drops off the the literature, the printout that he printed out from Best Buy.com, probably walks away. Meanwhile, I will say this: if I knew this going in, this would have been a much easier process. You. Order it online. You set it up as Upgrade Plus. Within you, you set it up for store pickup. Within like ten to twenty minutes, I gotten a call from the bank saying, "Hey, you're approved. You can go ahead and finish the transaction." I'm like, great. You finish the transaction online. You set it up for store pickup. Now the wrinkle happened when store pickup took like three hours to pick something that I literally was looking at and they had in their hand. And so what my suggestion, and I'm not going to go into long soliloquies about how everything that happened in between. That was the long and short of it. So for anyone who is interested in doing this, it is a great program. I am paying $40 a month for a MacBook with three years of Apple Care on it. Um, you can't beat that yeah. for the next three years. And then at the end of three years, if I don't, if I want to keep it, I'll just what pay an extra 200, 300 bucks. Yeah. You, you can't beat that. We we also learned during this time too that uh, at the checkout of your your MacBook, if you wanted to add AirPods yes. or uh, a Ma- a keyboard, it would all be included in the financing. I, and that's what I was banking on spending the money for the Apple Care up front because that's right. kind of what it sounded like at first. But anything that you bundle in with this would be included in that financing. Mm-hmm. Um, which so this is a wonderful, amazing program, especially if you are a Mac user. Especially if you are a Mac user who probably wants to upgrade every new generation or two, mm-hmm. because they don't come out with MacBooks every two years. But you know what? By three years, there's probably a new MacBook out that yeah. you want to upgrade to, right? So, like, this is a wonderful program. Just my experience was tainted because a not he- heavily yeah. advertised that you can't just walk in and do it, and b when I did go to do it, people had no idea what I was talking about. Yep. Those were my only, the only two hiccups throughout the entire process. Everything else about this program, 
Really great. Really wonderful. You download the Citizen Bank app after you're done. They have your it, your Upgrade Plus quote-unquote loan on there, and they're, it's, you pay it through the app every month, or you can set up auto-pay and you know move on with your life. So don't expect to get it done at the store, right? Do it, do it online. Do it, it at for- home. Do it online. Set it up for store pickup. And then when you get the email, just drive up and, and pick up your, your MacBook. That's the easiest way to do it. And if I had done it that way, it would have been a 10 minute experience. So I looked at the call log for, for that day yeah, between us. Okay. The so the, the first call was 51 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Then we took a, a little break because you had to call the bank and talk to the bank and, and, and that stuff. Again, acceptable that that's what we wanted. The second call afterwards was 46 minutes. So we, so I was in there for like two and a half. And, and here's the thing. When I hung up the phone with you, I did not hang up the phone with you laptop in hand. Correct. I got frustrated because the, the whole pickup Pick process was yes. taking forever for these people. Correct. Regardless of the fact that I'm in the store, you know I'm in the store looking for it. We had it in our hands. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why we why can't we're just. Why we're not looking for it. Yep. Why just, we're not just letting me leave now. Here, dude. Here's the um, sticker. So I left the store, hung up with you without it. It took another hour and a half. I ended up spending going to the, my mother-in-law's with the family for a little bit and then on the way back picking it up. It was ridiculous. So logistical question, right? So we said that the Apple Care is part of the monthly financing, mm-hmm. right? If you had done any accessories, it would have been included. You did not do any accessories. No, I, right? I didn't need to. Like, like cash on hand at, at checkout roughly what was needed for you to finish it did you have to pay the taxes on the full retail cost of the laptop nope i was expecting that i went to store pickup uh when they were ready expecting to pay something yeah they scanned it and they said see ya and i'm like wait i don't have right yeah nothing like like nope cool cool all right so certainly hope citizens bank got got you taken (laughs) care of you know because like (laughs) Otherwise, you just let me I'm leaving, away. man. I'm leaving with this Mac. If, if you guys messed it up on your back end, that's all on you. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm I leaving. did everything right, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, so uh, again, knowing what we know now, would you recommend this to people who, who need a MacBook who don't have the cash on hand? 1,000%. 1,000%. If you need one, and, I mean, even if you have the $3,000 on hand, let's face it, like, you, you could spend $3,000 on other stuff, right? Like. Yeah. If you if you're the guy who like within you know or, or the gal within three to four years you know you're going to be getting a new Mac anyway that's this this is perfect for you even if you're not like again you know you can't beat the fact that like forty bucks a month and then you know I pay three hundred at the end of three years like that that's not that's not a big Nothing. deal at all yeah. at the end of the day um so yeah I absolutely one thousand percent would recommend this just don't be me. Do it the right way. (laughs) Do it online. Set it up for store pickup, and then go pick up your thing and walk away. It's great. Don't and don't and don't go for the Best Buy card. Go for the Upgrade Plus if you're going to do it. So, all right, cool. I am. I am curious as time goes by, right? uh, If you ever had to file a claim, what the hell that mess Mm. looks like? And then the big question is, (laughs) right? Then the biggest question is, what happens when it's time to turn this in? Right? Because it it sounds like you return it to a Best Buy store, right? And not a maybe right that's that's the next thing i'm three years from now we'll have another three hour phone call we'll (laughs) We'll we'll figure that piece out (laughs) um what do we do with this but yeah i mean i will say this like your eyeball and apple now has your whole dna on file so they just they just automatically grow it from your kidney you'll have a new macbook in three years yeah yeah yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I have an online receipt. So, like, the Apple care of it all shouldn't be an issue because all you need is a receipt, right? So, yeah. like, yeah. I have it in my email. Uh, so, if all they need is a proof of purchase and here it is, then if if a claim has to happen, then there shouldn't be a big deal. I really hope a claim doesn't have to happen. But, again, I will echo what Josh said. If you're going to be financing a piece of tech, get the protection. You don't <laughs> yeah. know what's going to happen. Get like something on it, at least. Yeah. And then you're out that, you know, couple grand if something happens and it's within six months of you purchasing it, you know? You're on the hook for monthly payments for something you don't have anymore. Plus, now you got to go replace it again. And, and God knows they're not going to just go to approve you for another one. Aren't you currently right. making payments with us? Yes, yes, I am. I'd like to do it again, please. Why? <laughs> one, Nothing? 1, no reason. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, All right. So that's, the, that's my follow-up piece from, your, from that part of your show. Oh, I want to talk okay. about something else, CJ. Oh, please. And I have a feeling, based on what I'm seeing in the in the notes in front of me, that you had the same thought. Uh, because I did not get to weigh in on the DC shakeup because my MacBook died. Correct. And, and uh, James Gunn and who's his who's his partner? Oh, I forgot the name already. You're gonna make what me a look forgettable! It up. How how crappy must this guy feel? Because That's everybody. What I'm Everybody Everyone's knows talking James about Gunn. James Gunn. No, and one's no one knows this dude. This guy, Peter Safran, at all. or Saffron, Peter Safran. Safran. Yes, Peter Safran, and them being appointed, they're appointed what co-CEOs of what is now DC Studios, right? Correct. So, a couple things I need to say about your thoughts on it, CJ. Yours oh, in particular. Oh, okay, great. I think you put a lot of faith in James Gunn. I do, based on one movie and i love guardians of the galaxy but james gunn also has a different side of him that i I don't that will not work for dc and i'm afraid that that might leak through now i think you were super accepting right you were like i'm i'm in love with this give it all to me where josh was a little bit too cautiously optimistic and i'm going to tell you i am right in the middle I'm right in the middle because of this. Let's talk James Gunn. I'm sorry, Peter Safran. I know you're listening right now. Yes. But you're not the headline. Let's talk James Gunn. Correct. Right? Like I said, I love Guardians. I love what he did with the with, with that. I love what his work Peacemaker. with Marvel. Um, Peacemaker was fine. And How here's the dare thing. You? And and that and this is where we're gonna differ. I enjoyed Peacemaker. I don't want more of that in my DC universe. I don't even want like I I, I think he was the right person for the Suicide Squad. Because of his heavily influenced trauma style of filmmaking. Right. But there are other things that James Gunn has done, not in the past 10 years, that make me worried for this as a storyteller. Right? Okay. And it it comes down to here. Uh, I'm going to list a couple of things to you. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I've been thinking more about this. So I'm glad super. I I did not enjoy Super. Exactly. So Super Slither is a very hot and cold yeah, take it type it. of movie for me. Like I love Nathan Fillion, but uh eh. yeah. um he wrote the screenplay for the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead, depending on how you feel about that. He wrote the screenplays for both Scooby Doo films. Yeah, fine. fine. Um he wrote a segment in movie forty three. He wrote the Belko experiment. Sure. So out of his entire filmography, really, all we really hang our hats on when it comes to James Gunn is the Guardians movies 
and the Suicide Squad stuff. And you could you could say, oh, well, that shows that he understands superheroes. He understands this world. All you want. The problem, the fact of the matter is this. That is two superheroes out of the entirety of DC, right. which is hundreds of characters, thousands of stories, thousands of possible ways to do things. And whereas his James Gunn, for the most part, with the exception of Guardians of the Galaxy, can have a tendency to get overly violent. We saw it in the Suicide Squad. And, well. and in Super. Right? Holy shit. It's the and reason I super, don't like Super. To, yeah. to the ex- to, uh, uh, almost a detriment, a detriment of in, the movie. In Super, right? Yes. Do I think he's going to do that in DC? No, but I do think there's a possibility that he might bring that to some DC properties, and I'm not on board for that. Hmm. Um, so, again, this is where the cautiously optimistic part of me goes – Hey, he super super was twelve years ago. He's grown as a filmmaker. Yes, right. Um, and if what I get out of him is what I've seen of him recently, with the occasional peacemaker thrown in, I'm fine. I'm fine with that, right? But I think it's really one of these time will tell type of things. And and who knows? Maybe Peter Safran's the guy to rein him in a little bit every once in a while. What I will say about him is this: I love Guardians of the Galaxy. How much of that do you really think is James Gunn and how much of it is Kevin Feige? That's the difference. Like, so as much as, as much as I enjoy those films and I think he understands those characters, I definitely know that the all knowing master hand of Kevin Feige is also in that pot. So mm-hmm. maybe Saffron is going to be that for him. I don't know, but I do know when he went over to and, and did a couple DC things with Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad, he started getting more into that. Overly violent, overly kind of comical violence that he he is normally known for doing. Right. So I'm not as on fire about this. I, am I excited that Warner Brothers finally got their heads out of their asses? Correct. And said, yes. And said we need a guy. Yes. Am right. I excited that it's not Zack Snyder? Yes. Yeah. No. Nothing against Zack Snyder. He couldn't handle everything it. against Jack, Zack Snyder. Um. Zack Snyder is a great director to bring in into this and say, we want you to direct X movie. The man knows how to do a comic book splash page. And we've talked about this, right? But he's not the guy you say, we want you to oversee 30 films, right? Um, so am I excited that DC finally said, we need a guy, we need a better guy who has a proven track record? Absolutely. Am I excited that they finally said, um, okay, instead of just having these all under the Warner Brothers umbrella, let's actually do DC Studios? Yes. Do I think they are 15 years too late to the game because Marvel now has 15 years on them? Yeah. And they got a lot of catching up to do. And that's fine. But eventually, and let's hope this day does not come anytime soon, but eventually the superhero bubble is going to burst. Yep. And DC is going to be so far behind. Who knows what the status of their universe is going to be at that point. They have like, they're, they're building out a 10 year plan. Great. I really hope it lasts for another 10 years. Yeah. I really, really do. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I am optimistic, like I said, but just a couple of things give me reservation. Um, I am not a, a James Gunn stan. I think he's a fine filmmaker for what he does. I'm just not sitting here saying it's going to be amazing because James Gunn, I, I think I need to see more I th- from I, him in this realm. I think Josh did a good job of of really kind of slapping me with a little bit of reality, which is, hey, CJ, you're very excited. Yeah. 
what are you most excited for? Here's the reasons why and everything you just listed. And he goes, great, 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 great. So you realize James Gunn's not going to be writing movies now, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's not going to be writing the movie now. He may be the Feige sitting down in the office going, so here is the 10-year plan and here's what I need every movie to do, right? Let's hire this person, that person, this person. Let's give Kevin Smith the opportunity to write a story, he, but then gonna go away. Be, like, he's, he's just going to be the architect, the, man. The, 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 the architect of yeah, the whole he, he, he He's exactly like the architect in the Matrix, right? He's in the right. room where it happens, and oh he just Vis-a-vis. comes in and, and says, sure. do this. Here's this is where this is going. He reviews scripts. He says, you can't do this. You can't say this. I need a mechanical and, spider. And, and Can we get him to fight do. the spider? Yeah, right. Um, and, But he's already starting, right? He tweeted out i don't know if you saw this he tweeted out a scene a, a splash page from kingdom come with the the uh moniker saying making plans which is great i hope in 10 years we get a kingdom come movie um for those of you who don't know kingdom come is an alternate well not even a, a, an alternate future storyline in the dc universe um essentially where all your heroes are older a little bit more curmudgeon-y, um, but the world is very different and it's, and it's a very good story about does heroism apply the same way it does, it did back then when we first started out, when I was Superman, you know, tossing cars on, on the criminals, it doesn't still <laughs> right. apply yeah. now. Um, it's a very good story. I highly recommend anybody, uh, who is looking to get an idea of what they're building towards to, to watch, to read it. But you know how much shit has to happen before you can make a kingdom come movie. Correct. And like, and we've talked about the complete disarray that the DCEU is in, right? I don't know how you can't hit reset. You're going to have to take whatever's in shambles here yeah, and try something. to make it work if Kingdom yeah. Come is your end goal. Kingdom Come is like a 20-year plan, in my opinion. I don't know if this is a uh, by then the plan. I honestly think the bubble will be be, be way the bubble will be well then. past bursted at, at that yep. point. With, the and, way with and, the rom com, we'll have it occasionally, but like it's not Jude Law in a movie every two well, years. Well, and 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 the western, right? Like you still right, get yep. westerns. Yep. And, and there was like several westerns released last year. Yep. Um, all, and some of them very good. They're not monopolizing the conversation anymore, and you're not getting thirty of them yep. a year. I, I want to have more of that conversation because I think we're we're also getting close to the um uh. Quentin Tarantino interview that was given recently. And I want to oh, save that for Josh. I didn't realize you wanted to talk about. I this. don't. I want to talk about that with Josh. Uh, okay. So I'll, I'll wait. But I do want to just say, if if you look at James Gunn's Twitter feed right now, it mm. is very funny. Where he's like, I do have to promote the thing I just made, Guardians right. of the Galaxy Christmas special, and I do right. have to create and promote the trailer that just dropped, which we're just about to talk about, which is Guardians of the Galaxy right. Three. But also, hey, Blue Beetle. Uh, coming to theaters 2023. Uh, DC's got some exciting stuff, guys. Yeah, James James Gunn's Twitter has got to be a very interesting, an, an interesting place right now, right? Like, there's somebody sitting in there going, James, we have to look at the ratio now, and I need you at least a 60 40 DC if you can. Okay, I promote what you have to promote. <laughs> I guarantee you, when he signed something, they put that in there. Right. They it's probably like, whenever they, he signed this job with DC. They're not yep. stupid. They know he has to promote his his leftover Marvel projects, but and it'll help. Said, it'll help to DC. Every, I guarantee you, what they said is for every Mar- like they probably didn't put like a a ratio, but right. they probably said for every Marvel post you put out, you need to do two DC. Posts. Right, and guarantee. I need him. I need him to stir up the pot. Okay, they need to be 
engaging ones, right? And you know what? And 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 it's already starting, right? Between Kevin Feige and James Gunn, which is fun. You know, it, it it's already me starting. Very, yeah, Kevin Feige said something. Hang on, let me let me pull oh. the article. He, he he poked a little fun. It, it was just right. not, not, a, a nice playful intense. yeah right a, a um, nice playful banter yeah no like any any time so so kevin feige anytime he's asked about well what do you think about james gunn you know going to dc okay uh his answer is always some some version of this to which he goes james gunn just released the guardians of the galaxy holiday special he's finishing his guardians of the galaxy trilogy and then he has some work to do somewhere else i don't, I don't even really know where he's going <laughs> um <laughs> So he's already kind of poking fun at, and this very much very much reminds me of back in the 90s when Stan Lee used to every interview he whenever DC would come up he would be like ah oh, yes our distinguished competition <laughs> and he would always like poke fun at them and and, right. and play little pranks on them and and I'm looking forward to to that happening between Feige and Gunn honestly but the 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 the, the whole shebang of it is this at the end of the day um do I think this was the right call? Absolutely. Uh, it needed to happen. It should have happened years ago. Um, something like this should have happened years ago. Uh, do I think this is the the savior for DC films? No. I, I have no idea what's going to come out. And I don't know how they're going to take all the broken toys that they have all over the place and and Frankenstein something usable together. Right. You know, you just had Black Adam drop two mixed mixed reviews, honestly. Um, a lot of people saying it's absolute trash. Some people saying, oh, it's wonderful. I haven't seen it yet. I'm not going to weigh in. Um, but as a result now, okay, Henry Cavill's back as Superman. All right, that's great. Now what does that mean? Do we get a good Superman 2? Okay, yeah. Now we actually, we actually are announcing a Superman 2. All right, fantastic. You still have a lot of other problems. You have four different Batman. You have um, not <laughs> not the state of DC your, your is, press issues. Yeah, like it, it, it's a mess. So good luck to him. I hope he can make something out of this. I look. look I love DC. There's a lot of DC's projects I would really love to see. Um, so I really hope it works out. But going back to kind of where you were headed with uh, the Quentin Tarantino interview, um. I know you want to save it for Josh. Okay. So we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to, we'll, we'll be very cursory ab- about it, but yeah, I, I think the, at the end of the day, I think for DC going back to that comment of it's saturated, right? It, it's everywhere. It is the Westerns. It is the rom-com of its day. And we'll have a debate over how right I feel Quentin Tarantino is in saying what he said about superhero movies being saturated another time. Right. It's a good thing because Josh will have to be the arbiter because I know we're on very different sides of this. <laughs> yes. Um <clears throat> But what I will say is um, I totally had a point that I was going to, going somewhere with this. Well, if you oh, lost yeah. it, I've got my non-sequitur. Okay, go ahead. I mean, my, my, my point is, you know, we're, we're at the same point in DC, but worse. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is this. When we came out with Man of Steel, it was 2015 – you had already had seven years of Marvel movies. Seven years of Marvel movies and you had an Avengers film. And it felt like when that movie came out, everyone looked at each other like, you got some catching up to do. Right. And they, they and then they rushed, they rushed, they rushed. 
Yep. They were like, like okay, we'll get Batman we're going to sprint the last League. seven years and, and like, three years. We're just going to try to skip over all the things that made it right. Right. And we're going to jump to the finish line, right? Yep. And we see how that turned out. Now we are in the same point. But now instead of losing seven years, now you're 15 years behind. By the time the first movie that comes out under James Gunn comes out, it's going to be about 14, 15 years of Marvel films. Right. So what? What are you going to do? You're going to take your time again, or you are you going to rush to the finish line? You're going to rush to Kingdom, which and, and this Kingdom Come post makes me think. This is why I'm worried. Are you going to rush to? Are you going to try to get me a Kingdom Come movie in eight years? Because I'm telling you right now, that's not going to happen with the right. way you're like you. I I hope you can work some miracles because that's the only way something like that happens. But I'm ready to be proven wrong. I hope they don't rush through the process. I hope we get a good Superman too. I hope we get a better Flash person. I hope we get a a, a more coherent idea of, okay, who is Batman in our DC films universe? We'll see. Time will tell. Um, But I know you have... Other things say, to talk about. Do do you want to talk about the next topic? Yes, you do. It is indeed the fact that the, the trailer of Guardians of the Galaxy three. Uh, so this is the last run of of James Gunn, and then also just kind of what we have in in reporting and, and people talking about things. This is the last uh, looks like MCU project with um, Dave Batista and a couple of the the actual members of the cast. Just saying, hey, we're, we're kind of done, especially with the, the drama that happened with James Gunn. I mean, most certainly Dave Bautista has been very vocal about the fact that he's done after this. Um, yeah, he's trying to get Gears of War going and he wants to lead that project so much so that he made. I, I want to I want to say he was successful. Did he? he all right. Anywho, we'll, we'll get to that. So um, let's let's I listen. This is this is great. What I do like is, uh, as always. I don't know who the music supervisor is that James Gunn works with, but obviously those two are very tight uh, because the soundtrack for Guardians is always uh, on point. It's full of things that kind of get you nostalgic for a time period, but then they also have an overarching theme to them. Uh, and I think that the music pick is is great for this one. I love like I love the song that just in general. In the meantime, my space hog uh, is mm-hmm. the song that plays over the trailer, and this is the first time Josh isn't here to talk about music. <laughs> I could sit <laughs> and here. You and be are. Like, I recognize that song, and I love this song. <laughs> and I think, I mean, yes, I think it's perfect for the trailer. Yeah. I heard that song. The first time I heard that song was at the end of the movie Fanboys with uh, Oh, okay, with yeah, yeah, Bell, yeah. Uh, Dan Fogler and a couple other people about about the group of kids who try to. Sneak loosely based on a true story, correct? Um, of them trying to sneak onto Lucasfilm's ranch to see Phantom Menace before it came out, correct? Because their 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 best friend their was friend dying, is dying cancer, cancer. Yes. Um, and at the end of that, and it's a great film. I, I haven't seen it in a while, so you know, I mean, mileage may vary, but like, I hope I hope it still holds up. But I remember loving that film, and this song played at the end when they're in the line waiting for Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Um. And ever since then, like, I really enjoyed the song. Um, and as far as the trailer goes, um, I, I, I don't think it's any secret that um, that Dave Bautista is, is not coming back. Um, I just sent you a link that, uh, from Netflix itself confirming that Gears of War will be oh. going on Netflix. Um, okay, yeah. Now, I know I they got the Dave rights Bautista to it. Is, I don't think Dave Bautista signed to it, which is probably what his big campaign is. I'd yeah. see him play Marcus Phoenix. Absolutely. 
Um, but what I will say is, um, it doesn't look like Chris Pratt makes it out of this either, just based on what I'm seeing in the trailer. Yeah, the, the, I'm not it, so sure Star Lord is going to make it out of this film. I, I think, and, and it, we've talked about this, right? I think at the end of this right. film, you have some of the Guardians we know that mm-hmm. we we've played nice with, and that we we can sign on to maybe a fourth one. Um, and then we'll introduce new people, or we'll spin it off into a Disney Plus show, like whatever we want to do with the team at this point. And looking at the larger scope of Marvel right now, uh, movies are about handing off mantles and rejiggering things. So yeah, I think it is. I think we're going to maybe you don't see a whole bunch of people die, but a bunch of people maybe just saying and they f- and they lived happily ever after, right? There, the character is there in the event we ever want to tap him on the shoulder and just say, "Hey, will you just peek your head in and be a hologram?" Saying, "I'm sorry, I can't fight right now. I chose a life of peace." Okay, bye. But it it is definitely time to. I don't get think Star Lord lives through this. That's fine, but it is definitely time to get a new Guardians of the Galaxy. It is a team, and the team can change and evolve, and and you know add and subtract whoever they need to, uh, sure. and get get new content. But I, I am very excited for this. And again, I love the way that James Gunn plays with music with this. Uh, I I love uh, we got we got a nice little scene of well, I mean two scenes of two new characters. I, I love the way Adam Warlock looks. Oh yes, a very quick. Also, also holy fuck, we set this up so long ago, so long ago. My wife saw the trailer. She goes, oh, my God, finally. I was like, really? You feel that way? I didn't prompt her. I just said, oh, and she's like, finally. I'm like, yeah, it's a long. This has been the long game. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's definitely been a long game, but it's also been, um, I mean, there was there's drama. We, we all know what was going on there, so that didn't just add to it, right? We would have had this film probably before probably, Endgame if yeah. it weren't for that drama, yeah. right? Um, but I, I I love the way he looks. He looks great. High Evolutionary looks awesome as well. And that's the other thing as far as people who I don't think are going to make it. I'm not so sure Rocket makes it out of this film. I, it doesn't look like it either. I, I think you're going to have a very strong story based on uh, his trauma and what he needs to, to get over and him actually, if him finally probably sacrificing himself for Groot and Chris Pratt working through some very similar issues, um, especially with Gamora and everything. And him. I don't know if, if you listeners have seen the guardians of the galaxy, uh, holiday special, uh, recommend it. It's 45 minutes. It's, it's a quick, easy grab. There is Brian, there is just a slight introduction to some new canon and some new, uh, some new facts of the Guardians uh, at the at the end of that special. So uh, if you just kind of want to keep up Exciting. with what's happening with the Guardians and, and what what's going on and what some of the facts and the, the lore, uh, this does have something at, at the end. Uh, definitely a, a recommend. I don't think it's fantastic. And we'll we'll talk the next time we meet, uh, Brian, with all three of us. We are going to talk mm. about our final rankings for phase four since it is now complete. Uh, so we'll, we'll get ready for that. So let's talk about we, let's go from one Chris Pratt project to well, another. The reason Chris I Pratt. don't think Chris Pratt is going to make oh. it out of Guardians is because he's spending too much time in the Mushroom Kingdom. Right <laughs> yeah. Now. So one Chris Pratt project to another. We've got a second trailer for Super Mario. I want to say on the record, the teaser for this movie or the first initial release. I don't know what it was called. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Black. Awesome. Kegel mm-hmm. Michael Key sounds great. Uh, mm-hmm. The rest of the cast putting in work. The animation style is great. And then, hi, I'm Mario spoke. And I'm like, ah, right, dear God. Listen. Okay, listen. I got right, four right, seconds. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. First and foremost. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Slow down. Wait. I got four. Hold on. Let me finish, damn it. 
We got four seconds of Mario speaking. That is not enough to pass judgment on nothing, right? You're absolutely right. I'm just saying, in that four seconds, watching everybody else nail it, I looked at them, why we take this four seconds? That initial initial teaser, right? There was no Luigi. There was no Peach. You, You had, really, as far as your main cast goes, you had Mario, Toad, Bowser, uh, Kamek a little bit. Yeah. I forget who voices Kamek. Um, but that's it, that, right? That was it, yes. Just to the build majority the of it was Bowser. Now, I don't think we got a chance to talk about this when it first dropped. Um, it dropped on the Nintendo Direct maybe about a month ago. I don't remember. But what I will say is this. I, I'm just If we did talk about it, I'll probably repeat everything that we I, I talked about already. So um, I was watching um, a YouTuber who we both enjoy, uh, Matt Pat. Um, react to this trailer. and The, the first one he, or the new one that just dropped? The first one. The first one. The okay. teaser, yep, all yep, right? Yep. And what he said in that made so much sense that I'm going to repeat it here, is that Illumination and Nintendo, the, the, that teaser makes me think, we know we, we nailed Bowser, we know Jack Black is great, yep. we're not so sure about Mario. That's what that teaser kind of tells, yeah. tells people. So... Now, fast forward to, to, to what, new trailer. three, two, three days ago. I believe so. New trailer dropped. We get very heavily prominent Mario. We get Luigi. I get, we get Peach. We get Donkey Kong. We get pretty much, we actually get very little of Bowser, which is great because we already get, I'm sold I've on Jack Black. Yep, I'm, I'm good point, on Jack right? Black. Thank you. Yes. Um, we got some hints on the story here. A and, little bit more. Yeah. A little bit more hints on the story. And, 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 and a lot of a lot of just if you're fans of the games and I'm not just talking about Mario 1 through you know world I'm talking about Mario Kart that was great seeing Rainbow Road Smash uh, Brothers and, yep. and 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 all and Luigi's Mansion like there's references Donkey Kong Country plenty yes in this movie and so you can tell the writers and the animators definitely have a love for the franchise mm-hmm, yeah and that will and that and that comes through in the trailer Am I sold on Chris Pratt as Mario? Uh, at this point, I don't care. Honestly, if he is the weakest part of this film, if everybody else is as good as they look in the trailer, it'll be a good movie. Right, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, can't, he cannot drag down this cast that much. I got to see, I got to hear Charlie Day as Luigi, and I'm like, yes! Yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's no, absolutely Instantly worked. sold on Charlie Day. I was like, yep. Absolutely sold. Chef's Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, again, sold. Good job. Yep. Great. Um, you know, we heard a little bit more of, of Toad and, uh, you know, a couple other Toads. Awesome. Really good. Nailing it. Nailing the humor. Yep. Nailing the references. All of it is great. Again, he did not speak a ton. He no. says, and, let's go under his sounds. breath. Correct. Right. He says, let's go under his breath in his Chris Pratt voice. And I'm like, uh. Uh, but at this point. I love everything else about what I saw in the trailer. Sure. I don't care. I will this is, probably enjoy this film. This is like, I'm going to throw a deep cut. Are you ready for me? I'm throwing a fat boy deep cut at you, right? Okay. Back <laughs> sure. when Toy Story, I believe it was Toy Story 2 came out, right? Okay. Burger King changed their fries, okay? And they were supposed to be like, hey, they're like made with more potato and they're not chemically trained and, you know, they're a little Weren't bit better you like for you things. 13 at the Seer, wasn't this 99 Toy Story 2 I, came out? I, I, I'm not going to IMDB it. You're the one who's supposed to be the walking knowledge of how old I was when Toy Story 2 came out. I'm going to confirm. Amy who? 
Burger King was still great. Just the fries were different. And you're like, okay, but listen, I'm still buying 99. that. that I'm still buying that big kids meal, right? I'm I'm still I'm I'm still asking for a a flame flame broiled uh, cheeseburger. Okay, right. You just the fries throw the are fries just okay. In the trash. The fries right. are all right. No, no, no. I'm not throwing them in the trash. You can swallow I'm just them going, down. They're all right. That is yeah. this. Okay. Everything else is great. Everything else is great. The fries are okay. Maybe if I put them in enough yeah. ketchup, I'll forget that they're terrible fries. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, that I'll give you that. And, and that's kind of, and that's how I feel, right? So, like, I'm at the point where, like, I'm and I'm very done. It, it seems like we, we find one little There's thing. There's a lot of cr- – go ahead. We find one little thing, and, and social media just attacks that thing. Yes. And, okay, whatever. Whatever you want to do to get your TikTok views up, I, okay. But at the end of the day – in the grand scheme of movie, when I go to review and say, is this a good movie? His voice performance is actually kind of low on the list. Yeah. Like, it, it's yeah. not going to make or break this film. Correct. Um, if all of them were bad, it would break this film. If there wasn't any humor in the writing or anything, Correct. the film that would, would break be the film. crap, right? Yep. But... It seems like they've nailed everything that even if I leave that theater and say, you know what? I didn't really like, I didn't really like Chris Pratt as, as Mario. Then that's my only criticism. That's still a good movie. It probably could be even a great movie. And, and perfect example, right? Um, Man of Steel. Yep. Is sure. a great film until the end. Correct. Yes, absolutely. I don't like, yep. I didn't like this one scene. Doesn't break the film. We're not sitting there saying it breaks it for you, right? But for 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 the most part. Correct. We're not sitting there saying Man of Steel, it it all deserves to be in a dumpster fire. Level-headed, normal people are right with you. I and the vindictive bastard I am. Sure. Right. But there's a lot of really good things about that film until that moment. Absolutely. And then it's like, okay, I didn't like that moment. I love the movie. I didn't like this moment, right? And that's how I think I feel. That's how a lot of people feel. Point being... If he is the only bad part of this film, this film is still going to be great. I'll take it. I'm yes. excited. I'm ready to go. Yep. Um, I think we've spent too much time talking about so. So Mario let's go from Chris Pratt by proxy. Let's go from uh, a Chris Pratt project. Chris, Chris Pratt. Well, okay. Let's go from a Chris a Pratt Chris project Pratt to a Chris project. Pratt project to what people thought was going to be a Chris Pratt project. I can't speak. Wow, what is not your segue? I'm, my segue. We're just going. And bounds is and everyone is everyone looking at this dead horse? Because I have sufficiently beat it. Indiana Jones got a trailer, and everyone was worried that we would have our our good friend Chris Pratt in there, but he is not. And I will tell I you, this is how I started watching this trailer. Oh man, just shaking my head. No, I, like okay, another indie, another indie. And then at the end, I put my hat on. I got the whip. I got the jacket. I'm like, let's ride. I am jazzed <laughs> for this fucking trailer. I am also very excited to see that Disney has continued to develop and do a great job of using deep fakes to to, to go back to old scenes. When we saw that that flashback to to young Indy, my wife went, that's a unused scene from another old movie, right? Completely deep faked. Now, again, again, thing. Yeah, it could look great in a three second scene in a trailer. We'll, We'll see if it holds up. It in will a movie, right? It will, but like, I'm sure it will, and I'm sure at least for this and for when they've done it in Marvel, um, it's used very sparingly, right? Correct. Like, it, it, it's not. I I see, and I'm, I'm struggling it needs to be to quick. Think of, 
Right. It needs to be quick. It can't. It can't. Can't be, be Tron Legacy. I need quick hits. Right. And that yes. was the biggest problem with Tron Legacy. And I think they learned their they learned their lesson from Tron. Well, Legacy, they also right? upgraded their technology. But yes. But yeah. yeah the yeah. technology has has upgraded. But like you can explain. Okay. I have very strong feelings about Tron Legacy. We can do a whole podcast on Tron <laughs> whole Legacy. Whole podcast on just Tron but, Legacy. But tell tell me more about this trailer. I will that say, big idea. Yeah. Uh, listen, no, no, no. I'm not done with Tron Legacy. Yet. Oh, I'm Give sorry. Me two minutes. Um, because <laughs> I love that Tron film. I, I, I love that film. Great film. It's except a great for the Jeff Bridges. Film. Kill him with fire. But you know what? You explain that away. He's a computer program. I can explain yeah. that away. If it weren't for the fact that they showed him at the beginning, yeah, I could explain that away with he's yeah. clue. Oh, he's a he's computer a computer program. Yeah, right. He's gonna look but a little. Showed weird. It at the beginning. Like God yep. damn it, Disney. You can't. Can't it up. do it. Anyway. Let's talk about this trailer. I mean, listen, there's not a ton in this trailer. I don't know no. what they're after. A dial no. of destiny. I don't know what it has to do with Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't yeah. know who Phoebe Waller Bridges, his, his <gasps> so goddaughter. For her, allegedly. Um, but anyway, I love her. I, I love Fleabag. Listen, came with the Crystal Skull. We all know the problems with this. Um, I'm excited to get what feels like. And in at what an Indiana Jones movie should be, which is what not what Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was. Correct. Um, and it's directed by James Mangold, who are if you're familiar with James Mangold, I mean you should be. I mean you, CJ, most definitely are. He directed Logan. Yep. He directed uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Ford v Ferrari. Uh, yep. He directed uh, Walk the Line. Walk the Line. Yes. Um, so like. Huge amount of pedigree. He also directed this. Uh, well, he didn't direct, but he produced this uh, newest version of Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford. So Correct. there's some familiar familiarity. See, I can't say Chris Chris Pratt. You can't say familiarity. That's, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> let me tell you. Um, uh, my point is this. Um, oh, and here was oh. my going to be my other point. He Girl gets, Interrupted, he by the way. I hear Josh yelling at us saying that he did not that he directed Girl Interrupted and we're not mentioning Girl Interrupted, Girl Interrupted and I owe Josh a but, nickel. but that's the but that's not where I want to live, right? Because Correct. he also so, yeah, directed please, the please. remake of 310 to Yuma. We're, we're just gonna uh, ignore and, that. Yeah. Identity. He's done a lot of really great stuff. Yes. Night and Day is the thing that he directed that I think is Tom Cruise, hey, Cam Diaz. Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz, good movie. Action comedy film, which would nail which nails the tone of what an Indiana Jones film should be. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me say this is going to be a great freaking film, mm-hmm. and it's going to be finally something that Harrison Ford can end finally end this on, yes. hang hang his hat on, and say I'm done. This is how I wanted to end it. Um, I'm excited. It looks great. It looks like a lot of fun, and that's yeah. what I'm looking for. And when, when I say night and day, night and day was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was that enjoyable was. film. Yeah. Um, so he knows how to do it. He knows how to do gritty. Right. We've seen that in Logan. He knows how to do Western. We've seen that in, in Logan and in uh, 310 to Yuma. Mm-hmm. But like the, the, the big question is, can he balance it with humor? And Night and Day shows you that. So like, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I don't want to spend too much time talking about this. Nope. What I wanted to talk about is a trailer that I didn't even know. For a movie, I had no clue. Was no happening. idea this was coming. Not a clue. I, we, the trailer dropped. A friend of ours texted it to us. And I, said, I thought it was fan made at I first. Not know this. Yeah, I thought this was How a fan made trailer. Not know this was happening. Transformers. Was it called Day of the Beast or Rise of the Beast? Rise of the Beast. Rise of the Beasts is dropped its trailer what a day or two ago, and all right, 
before we, I, I'm not going to get into any freaking arguments with you or anybody else. I don't give a shit about the story. I want to see giant robots punching each other. We have okay. said this time and time again. And when I watch a trailer like this, I see, ooh, recognizable robots that I know from my youth. Yes, please. Are they punching each other? Even better. This looks awesome. I'm right. totally on board with it. I don't give a crap about the, it's like a Godzilla movie. Right. What's the biggest excuse about, what's the biggest problem everyone has with the latest Godzilla movies? We don't care about the humans. Show us monsters. Show yeah. us the monsters, right? right? Same thing here. I don't care about the humans. Sorry, Anthony Ramos. I don't care. Right. Show me Optimus Prime beating the crap out of Megatron, right? Yeah. And so I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to begin with, right? Right. Then you got Beast Wars to it. Then, then you, then you throw in Beast Wars, Come right? Come on, which was, which was the the CGI '90s show that we grew up with as well. Does not hold up, by the way. Don't go back oh, watching Beast Wars thinking it's, it's, that you'll it's terrible. Your nostalgia is made it way better in your brain. So you know, here's the thing. I see Optimus Primal, and I'm like, oh, oh. Ooh. I see RC, and I'm like, Ooh. like right. I'm just like I'm I'm very, and, and that's all I need. I'm very <laughs> excited about this. And then I pull up the cast list. Yes. Listen, do I think that Peter Dinklage is turning an Oscar-worthy performance <laughs> as the voice of Scourge? Probably not. But I know right. he's a great actor, and I love watching him. But right. more importantly, you know, Peter Cullen voices the voice of Optimus Prime. Yep. We, he was we, also the yeah. voice of Optimus Primal in Beast Wars. But you can't have, you have, to have Peter Cullen on Correct. Peter Cullen, right? Yep. So who do they get to voice Optimus Primal? Ron freaking Perlman. Yeah, I'm all there. Shut up. Take my money. Yep. I need to see this film. Yep. I'm st- I am I can't believe that this is even happening. So then after you and I talked, I did a little bit more research. It's because you said, I don't need this. Like, why are we? Re- or it's no, not you. But one of our friends was like, why do I need another reboot? It's not a reboot. No, but it is a reboot. OK, help me with the timeline. Um, That's my question. Where is this in the timeline? In the 90s. Oh, it is spinning off more off of Bumblebee. Right. So okay. from what I understand, the events of Bumblebee happened. Correct. Then this, and then eventually it is going to lead into 2007's Transformers. So it's a prequel, now, but it's a it's sequel. A prequel. It's a to sequel to Bumblebee, Bumblebee, but a prequel to the original to, Transformers to the original Michael Bay movie. Okay, got it. And so far we've had nothing with the exception of a little idiosyncrasies in the first Transformers that says that this can't be the timeline. Correct. Right? Um and I'm willing to overlook the one scene where they said we learned English from the internet for a much better, like, cohesive Transformers timeline. Correct, um, yes. So this place takes place in the 90s before Shia and the AllSpark and all of that stuff happens. I mean, technically, me- the internet existed before the 90s. Technically. On a technicality, I can give you that away. Because it was the DOD that did that. So technically, the internet sure, on existed a te- before on the a technicality, and Bumblebee never spoke in the movie Bumblebee. But we- didn't the, the Decepticons did, though? So I don't care. Technically, right of- is the best kind of right, Brian. Technically, the internet was before Listen, again, Again, and this is something that comic book readers understand, but most moviegoers don't. Like, as you go longer and longer, there are going to be some anachronisms. There are going to be things that don't line up. You've just got to roll with it. And this is our seventh Transformers film. I've lost in, count. In in 15 years, over 15 years, we've had seven because there was the five and then yep. Bumblebee. This would make seven, right? There's, there's eventually going to be a writer who says, that was dumb. I want to set this in the 90s. And let's just forget that that line exists in Transformers. And we all need to be happy with it. 
technically, Brian, the internet officially, right, was, oh, was turned on January 1st, 1983. 83, okay. Again, remember, the DOD was using this to transfer data from one spot to another. It wasn't public until later, right, That in 1993. But the internet itself was created 1983. So you get away with it. Absolutely. Thank hack you into the DOD. Me hack into the, the DOD. They're, 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 they're Autobots. They're advanced uh, cyber human beings. Of course they can get into the DOD's network in 1983. Um, I'm very <laughs> anyway, excited for this. I, 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 I like I, this. I'm with you on the same thing. I don't care. Anthony Ramos. I love Anthony Ramos. I, I, I don't. He's not the draw, right? Do I have Do I have the original Optimus Prime? Yes, I do. Great. Are, are there robots punching other robots in the face? Yes. Can I overlook some of the other people in the cast like Pete Davidson? Sure, because I get Danny Rojas, whose name he's I always... He's a voice, own. isn't he? Yeah, he's a voice. He's a voice of the Autobot I'll, Mirage. I'll, All I'll, right. I'll take it. Yep. Roll I don't on, need to see right? his dopey face. I'm good. But I get Michelle Yeoh. I get Peter Dinklage, right? Like, like it's a good... It's going to be a good show. And and you know who I, whose name I don't get to see on the masthead of, of, of anything? I don't Michael have Bay. to see Michael Bay. But you know what I do get? I, so this is expected June 9th of 2023. So I get this at the beginning of June. Correct. And I get Indiana Jones at the end of June. So it's going to be a good June. And good summer overall because Guardians is what? May? Yeah, May. Mario's May. April. Yep. Guardians We're getting is some May. movies. Then we got these two in June. Yes. And... I mean, this t- summer 2023 is shaping up to be pretty nice. Movie movie summer. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, listeners, so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood, your drive to work, whatever it is we are in your life. If you would like to share your thoughts on any of the topics that we discussed, you can go to thatkindofnerd.com, leave a comment on the page, or you can call or text us at 484-373-4119. And be sure to check the show notes for other ways to get a hold of us. But thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd. 